Chapter 5 Emotional Directives and Your Drives Emotions can either get you on your way or get in your way. Painting with your emotions is the art of life, and this guides your ship. Who is the captain of your ship? Let's move to emotional directives. Without us being aware of it, emotions give us invisible directives to like, want, and move, whether towards things or away from things. Emotional directives are powerful and beautiful. Embracing this process and engaging with these mechanisms is the key to our happiness. Moving towards and away from. There are basic motivational systems inside of us. Move towards some things and move away from others. We tend to move towards what we want and away from what we don't want. This can also be linked to pleasure and pain. So we move towards pleasure and we move away from pain. There are times when the system gets out of whack and we find ourselves in pain and not wanting to move away from it. And the idea of moving towards what we want seems even more painful than staying in the painful situation. Of course there is something else going on here. There are always contributing factors to this mindset. And of course, in this mindset, there are always reasons. There are always reasons and rationalizations and justifications for this behavior. Let's move on to the next one, liking and wanting. This one is super interesting, and I can write a book just on this one drive alone. In fact, many books have been written on this. This liking and wanting is related to our drives, and is similar to moving towards and away from, but they are different. Let me give you an example. I like a jam donut. I want a jam donut. I eat a jam donut. I feel guilty for breaking my diet. What do I do? Because we are human, we have the ability to talk to ourselves, observe ourselves, and rationalize with ourselves. In short, we have the ability of choice. And when it comes to this liking and wanting, whether I want it or not, or whether I like it or not, I can still choose to have it or not. As a first step, I can choose not to purchase the jam donut, or I can choose to cut back on them and only have them once a week, or maybe once a month. And as I do this, I can now use this as a reward. This can be used as a reward for a great month. The irony is, after I move this detrimental liking and wanting out into the future, the wanting diminishes. The drive or the feeling of the need of this thing or the feeling of wanting or needing to have it starts to settle down. And the result is, I do not feel guilty for breaking my diet. We can use this to our advantage. Sometimes we find ourselves in a space of wanting something that we don't necessarily like. Or we tend to like something that we don't necessarily want. I know that this sounds like it conflicts. These two drives interplay with each other. This liking and wanting mechanism is one of the most powerful influences in our life. This one is linked to unconsciously gaining weight and doing strange things. Have you ever heard someone say, I never do that? Or, I never thought that I would do that? This is the circuit in action. When you have the knowledge of this knowledge, you can use these mechanisms to lose that excess weight and interrupt negative patterns. This is how the liking and wanting is connected to the moving away from and moving towards drive. This is how the liking and wanting is connected to our cravings of moving towards pleasure and away from pain. This is also connected to our pleasure predicting bias. 
an internal mechanism of us predicting our own pleasure and longing for that pleasure. Great news. We have a tool for all of this. And all of these mechanisms and biases, they all run in tandem with each other. As we use each tool, we deal with them all. I know that I'm dumping a whole lot of fancy names and technical jargon on you. These names are not really important. What is important is the knowledge of knowledge and awareness of awareness. It's beginning to know how this whole picture fits together, how each puzzle piece fits into one another, to make the picture. This is moving what you do not know into the realm of knowing that you know. Once we become aware of all of these mechanisms and processes and how they play out with each other, we can be the school teacher monitoring them to make sure that there's no fighting on the playground. When they did the study on rats, they genetically engineered the rats to remove the wanting mechanism. And then they fed them sugar. While they fed the rats the sugar, the rats liked the sugar. But the moment it was removed from them, they could literally move the sugar one mouth length away from them, and they didn't want it. So they liked the sugar, but they didn't want the sugar. They lost the drive. They lost the wanting. They lost the drive to move towards the sugar. This often plays out in our emotions. Oftentimes, we have an emotion that we might not necessarily want, and we have it anyway. Or sometimes we find ourselves leaning into a behavior that we might like, but does not take us to where we want to be. Fortunately, we are not lab-engineered rats. We are humans. We have these drives in us. We have the wanting and the liking circuit working just fine. The question is, are we managing it well? Unless an individual has a pathology which destroys these natural functions, these mechanisms are natural and they tend to run wild in most of us. Because humans have this weird idea that all this stuff is normal, normal is just average. If you want to be normal or average, then this program is not for you. Turn this podcast off immediately before you get a grasp on yourself and stop behaving like the normal out-of-control general population. You're still here? Okay, then let's keep going. Your job is to place your emotions and feelings into the appropriate emotional container and not let them spill all over. Use self-assessment and your Breakthrough Toolbox tools to identify these drives, to identify these mechanisms, these emotional directives, and open the door to your inner calmness. This will give you a very clear idea of what you move towards and what you move away from. This is part of what's called self-assessment. When you use the tools in your Breakthrough Toolbox and use self-assessment, having a positive self-assessment says that I'm aware of my strengths, I'm aware of my weaknesses, I'm aware of my drives, I'm aware of my biases. Having a negative self-assessment, well, this is completely different. A negative self-assessment says that no one understands me. I cannot control myself, and it feels like it's all my fault. Even when I'm told that it's not my fault, it still feels like it is. Once you can contain your emotions and emotional reactions, it is time to take charge of your drives. Just because you want something does not mean that you need it. Your brain is tricking you. It's fooling you. It's hijacking you. To observe this in your mind, just think of the time when your mind keeps wandering to that cigarette, to that packet of chips, and to that custard slice, and those chocolates, mm, and that alcohol. This is the liking and wanting circuit turning on. The more we think about these things, 
the stronger the signal gets until we give in to these unconscious drives. Our task is to be aware of this, know this, and interrupt this unconscious and automatic process with better choices. In our modern times, most of the things that we say or think we need are not needs. They are just wants. We don't need them. We just want them. All we do is we tend to fool ourselves and justify these things to ourselves. We do not need those things. We do not need to have affairs. We do not need to have that alcohol or those drugs. We do not need these things to either get high or distract us from our lives. We do not need them. We want them. We like them. We justify that we like these things. We are hijacked. We simply justify that we like and need something which is destroying our life. When this happens, we are hijacked by our brain and suddenly we do not have a brain. We have a brain that has us. If you want to take this to the next level, you are going to have to evict your inner hijackers. You're going to have to get rid of your inner terrorists. Get rid of your inner terrorist cell, waiting for your awareness to fall asleep so that they can sneak into the control room of your mind and make you do things that if you were awake and thinking, you would never do. Ever remember saying, I would never do that, at least not again. It was in those moments that you were arrested and you were driven by your own drives. When can we be honest with ourselves? Observe ourselves. Observe ourselves doing strange things that can destroy our life. What is it going to take to admit this to ourselves? Admitting to ourselves that those things are no longer good ideas. This is what awareness looks like. This is why having the knowledge of knowledge is critical to your mental health. If you ignore, if you ignore this, these drives, these drives will destroy you. They will destroy your relationships, your health, and your bank account. They will sail your relationship straight into the sharp rocks, compromise the integrity of your relationship, and sink it into the deep dark ocean of despair. If you get a hold on these drives and get a grip on your emotions, you can steer clear of those rocks. You can sail into a beautiful lagoon for your relationships and your life to flourish, where there is fun, prosperity, laughter, and loving intimacy. And you can picture those two scenes. Picture this scene in your mind. The one where your relationship is in a dark storm. The ship that you relate to each other in has been hijacked by those insane pirates bent on sinking your relationship. Imagine seeing those sharp rocks poke out of the rough seas as you hurtle towards them. How are you feeling right now? Are you happy? Are you loving it? Do you feel safe and secure? How do you think those close to you are feeling right now? If you continue in this direction, what do you think is in your near future? Happiness? Or hell? Now, if you were normal or average, what would normal or average do? Do you justify this to yourself? Do you become a prisoner of your own mind and go with the flow? Do you justify this to yourself with, I just, I just can't help myself? Are you arrested? Have you become a prisoner in your own mind? Are you hijacked? Now, if you can, let that scene go. Just let that scene fade away. Let the dark skies fade. And let the sun come out. Imagine that ocean is calm and clear 
You can see all the way to the bottom of this beautiful lagoon. You are in charge and you are sailing your relationship. Can you picture that? Picture yourself as you sail into this beautiful lagoon. Drop anchor and enjoy how relaxed and peaceful everything is. Is this not better? How much better is this? How much more fun is this? Sure, it's calm. And yes, you can say that this is boring. It's not. Because now you can really enjoy yourself. You can pull out the jet skis and have plenty of water sports fun. You can have a party on the deck and celebrate your life. Celebrate what life has to offer without the fear or danger of this thing sinking. Now ask yourself, which do you prefer? Do you prefer living your life or do you prefer fighting for your survival? Do you prefer being out of control or do you prefer being in charge? Do you prefer to be hijacked and dragged out to sea without your consent? Or would you prefer being in a quiet lagoon, having loads of water sports fun? Which do you prefer? Hell or happiness? The choice is yours. Chapter Summary Emotions give us directives. They make us do things and silently tell us to do things. Just because they whisper into our ears, this does not mean that we need to act on every womb of these emotions and their feelings. If we can learn this, we will save ourselves a great deal of pain and discomfort. This will also save you a lot of money, because you will not just impulsively buy something you do not need, or impulsively do something that will put a crater into your life and into your bank account. The idea here is to save you money and to save you disappointment. If we do not get this part of our lives in check, we will be tossed around on the ocean of our feelings and we could land at a destination not of our conscious choosing. Remember, not choosing is still choosing. If you learn this, you will have less fights, less anxiety and a whole lot more laughter, fun, great sex, connection and intimacy. Do not allow yourself to get hijacked and do not sail your relationships into the sharp rocks. Do not let your comfort zone become your uncomfort zone, where it is way more comfortable to be uncomfortable. It's called your comfort zone for a reason. Because it's supposed to be comfortable. The easiest way to become comfortable again is to lean into this discomfort and resolve it. If you need to, get some support on this. Having a coach, mentor, someone or somewhere to support you would make this a lot easier for you and a lot more effective. Making these kinds of choices may seem hard at first until you realize that you do have a choice and you can choose a healthy choice. Making a healthy choice becomes easy. Constantly acting on these choices and following through on them, this is a completely different challenge. With a bit of practice and experience, this all becomes easy and your world can be a wonderful place. Thank you.